0: Hey everybody. This is Armando Torres and you're listening to The Show Before The Show. And I'm
1: Paige Wesley.
0: And with us we have Andrea Gazetta. Yay. Yay! And we have got a great episode for you very Novembery. Uh it is pages and she is covering
1: I called it new religious movements in colonial America.
0: It's a lot more interesting than that title suggests.
1: Puritans, Pilgrims, Separatists.
0: Hell, Mine. hell yeah! It's actually super interesting and a great episode. I love it, and I think it's very, very funny. Um, it's a lot
1: of British history this week. Yeah,
0: and they are some kooky folk. Heads roll. <laughs> uh, but before we start, we have some news and review. <laughs> <laughs> first of all uh as you probably know we have a patreon now
1: yay get it.
0: yes you can check out our patreon on patreon.com slash cult podcast for five dollars a month you get access to our bonus show the speculation zone uh you get a shout out on the show and there's other tiers that include the cult member welcome kit and the cult leader starter pack yay so go to like i said patreon.com slash cult podcast to see our other tiers um Super fun time. Love it, love it, love it. Next, we have another five-star review. This one comes to us from Nova777, and they say, funny but sad. Oh,
1: no. That's fair.
0: It's a very funny podcast, but it's sad to see all these nice social groups getting shut down by the government. (laughs) Why would the government interfere in all these nice people's lives? Ugh. Anyways, have a nice day and drink that flavor eight. Jeez. I think that's our first pro-cult comment. It's,
1: it's a little problematic.
0: It's either satirical or very, very um, libertarian. Y-
1: yeah, one of the two. One of the two. For oh, sure.
0: man. Well, without any further ado, let's get into the show.
1: Hello. Hello. Hello that was Armando that was me that's Not for me. the people that complain about the sound <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't drink the Aid.
1: These, These are, are our opinions. opinions. Thank you for tuning in to Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley.
0: And I'm Armando Torres. And
1: with us we have... Andrea Gazzetta! Yay! Yay! And it's my week, and bow, bow, it's bow, bow, finally cold in Los Angeles. It oh is. my God! I'm so excited. Uh, all week I've had customers... At work from different parts of the country, who were like, So you're on fire. How's that going? And I'm like, <laughs> It's just fire
0: season. It'll be fine. We just <laughs> did those to keep off the white walkers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's our fault uh,
0: <laughs> yeah our leaves don't turn red I mean they do they, but for they different do reason. because they're on fire
1: <laughs> it's a horrible crisis that people won't do things to fix my sister has been out without power for like a week oh god, oh my god. like on and off because she's in the area where PG&E is shutting power yeah. off to prevent fires and I was just like what so they have old equipment in parts of northern california specifically mm-hmm. that when it fails will shoot sparks and potentially cause fires they think that's what caused some of the fires last year great so this year they're shutting power off capitalism avoid, at work yeah <laughs> exactly to avoid that happening so it's basically like would you rather be without power for a week yeah or have your house burned down
0: that's why my mom uh we were having like a i, I wouldn't say a debate as much as a conversation recently about what we should do with um uh, you know, recreational marijuana tax money because this is the yeah. first year that it's been recreational. So we voted on that. Yeah, but I mean, like it's the first, it, like it's also going to be the first year we get all this like big. T-
1: yeah, but we voted on where the taxes went.
0: <laughs> oh well, she we were debating where they should go. And <laughs> they go she, to schools, I think. <laughs> well, so my mom works in school. So what she was telling me uh, that I kind of knew but didn't know fully is that when they do that, mm-hmm. that means that they take away funding from other places that it normally came. From. Them. Right. Yeah. So it's they're just getting the same amount of funding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my mom was saying that we should give we should split it and give them schools more funding, obviously because my mom works for schools, and then the other ones she wanted to use that money to build power lines underground, so that way. Um, but
1: earthquakes though.
0: Earthquakes could affect it, but they also would affect uh, above ground ones.
1: Yeah, um, my worry would just be that. It would sever power lines as mm-hmm. the earthquake moves, and that would also cause fires.
0: See, my main concern is that the earthquake would happen and the lines would break, and it would electrocute the animals underground, thus creating superhero animals. <laughs> this is how you get supervillains. This is how
1: tremors happen <laughs> <laughs> Groundhog Day. <laughs> Oh, just like out of the ground. This time the shadow sees you.
0: <laughs> a sci fi original movie.
1: From the makers of Sharknado four and a half oh, From the makers goodness.
0: of Sharknado 9. Are you still watching these? Groundhog
1: Day. Uh, speaking of Sharknado's. If you, I, it's out, I believe, on Netflix now. If you haven't seen Crawl, which is basically Gator Hurricane. Oh, hell we'll yeah. Definitely do that. It's real fun. It's like 89 minutes long, and like 70 minutes of those are like full-blown Gator action. And Gator Hurricane. I love it. Yeah. Sorry, we saw it in so theaters. So we were like, this is basically Gator Hurricane, and I'm here for it. Um, So it is, we are recording this on the first day of November. Yes. And we wanted to do something kind of different for the month of November. Because last November, you'll remember, we did Manson. Yeah. For the whole month of November. (laughs) So this month, Armando and I are kind of splitting the month, and you'll see what happens. Yeah. But we're going to start out with something that, if you grew up in America, you've probably never thought of them as a cult. Mm -hmm. But they fit, like, almost all of our criteria. (laughs) Most of it. Uh, We're going to be talking about, essentially, I'm going to call it new religious movements in colonial America.
0: Yeah. I thought we were covering Starbucks customers.
1: I mean, it's the same people. (laughs) (laughs) White ass whites. Um, We're going to be covering Puritans, Separatists, and Pilgrims, and I'll go through kind of the differences between those as we do uh, but basically, the white origins of settling in America. And we are definitely going to cover how they're not the first people to get here. Yeah. They're kind of assholes about it. Yeah. And we'll we'll go through it as we get to it. But for sources, we have uh, the Mayflower Pilgrims Behind the Myth, a BBC documentary. I highly recommend that documentary. It is on YouTube. It's an hour long it's got a lot of information and they also include uh at least two that i saw uh indigenous american peoples as references basically where they cut away to their commentary oh that's really interesting it was really interesting yeah
0: Pretty convenient that when you find YouTube documentaries, suddenly they're (laughs) credible. Well,
1: in all fairness, they said the earth was round. Um, Oh, come on! We're also going to be looking at the writings of William Bradford and the writings of Edward Winslow from the Plymouth Colony. Uh, Those are both white men. Those are some of the only writings that we have of the time. They are biased, so we'll go through that a little bit as well. Um, For this first episode specifically, because this is going to be two, uh, we're actually going to be looking a lot at the climate in England that produces these groups. Uh, And for that, we have the Encyclopedia Britannica on Henry VIII, Elizabeth I, James IV of Scotland, and the First of England. I'll explain nice. all of those as we get
0: through. <laughs> White people love some nice titles.
1: They do. They're all. They all have the same names.
0: Ah, first of his of
1: name, fun. last of his thing,
2: and the first of the last of the swords. Exactly. Now presenting
0: Sharknado fifth <laughs> of his name,
2: <laughs>
0: king of the sci-fi original movies, <laughs>
1: the pointiest of teeths. <laughs> <laughs> I Although
0: just, that is just through inbreeding,
1: <laughs> I just think it, there's a lot of inbreeding oh, yeah. in this first episode. Um, <laughs> I think it's like the royal family was the first purebred dog g- group. They're they're our first hillbillies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Introducing Joe Jack, third of his name. <laughs>
1: um, I uh, I think it's real dickish how white people like to make fun of other cultures' names that are not the same but ours are just more confusing because we're all named the same thing 100 years of
2: solitude baby i'm
1: dude it's
2: like reading that book it sucks where you're
1: just like (laughs) i need to draw a map (laughs) (laughs) do you have a chart of some sort i can reference um so let's start out with england because a lot of these settlers come from england settlers is the wrong word colonizers colonizers Mm, mm, mm. come from england for a myriad of reasons um these are not the first colonizers the first colonizers to go were in 1607 so this is the second wave and they go because they disagree with the religious climate in england and to understand the religious climate in england we have to understand how it got that way england uh essentially became a Catholic nation in 597 A.D. Uh, That's after uh, St. Augustine of Canterbury went on a mission to England. At that point, it's still kind of the Dark Ages. England is not a cohesive unit yet. Is it still fairly pagan? In some parts, there's still some pagans. Rome has only been gone for a couple hundred years, which sounds like a long time, but this is not... A time of quick advancement. Mm-hmm. So what we saw in England at the time is there's widespread paganism. Um, there's influences from the Norse a little bit.
0: God, I hate these Norse influencers. They're just <laughs> on yield Instagram.
1: She's <laughs> like, I'm the May Queen. Um.
0: <laughs>
1: so hashtag a bear suit, y'all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they they've got Norse influence they had Roman influence in portions of Britannia as Rome called it mm. um but Rome was not ever really able to successfully colonize or run Britannia it becomes part of their downfall really. yeah and
2: Britannia was like a loose collection of tribes at this time it is
1: and it's only just now in 597 starting to be more cohesive where some of those tribes are uniting under. But it's still going to be a couple hundred years well, before we get a, a monarchy in any way, shape, or form is the way we know it today. And
2: part of those tribes uniting is just to th- overthrow the Roman Empire. A
1: hundred percent. Yeah. And what we're seeing now is with this introduction of Christianity in the form of Catholicism at that point a lot of your tribes or areas are centered around monasteries Mm. because those are kind of some of the only sections of things like literacy or libraries or anything like that. Your average person is still a farmer dependent on those monasteries for information, medicine, things like that.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. It's really, it's uh, the way you describe uh, Rome's, you know, kind of, fatherhood over britannia is that what you're i
1: mean they tried to colonize yeah i can see they why why
0: what would become uh, later the british i can see why they hate colonialism so much you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> oh they know they love it oh they yeah. do it so much T- too much I too would much say. that becomes a problem later on we'll see in episode two where it's almost like they colonize over each other oh, and that creates kind of where we end up at the end of episode two yeah um so when most people refer to the church of england though they're referring to the change that occurred in england in the 1500s in 1534 england separated itself from the roman catholic church the reason they did this was because henry the kept getting that dick wet and it was a problem
0: <laughs> if i remember correctly he kept getting that axe wet too
1: that's true he did get like four axe injuries yeah. i watched the tutors um <laughs> if you want to see henry cavill naked a bunch watch the Tudors. um oh, yeah it's it's pretty fun their first two seasons are really good
0: um a lot different than the tutors i had in school by the way <laughs>
1: different word <laughs> um so henry the eighth um, had multiple wives, but that was not a thing in the Catholic church. Not allowed, baby. Not Til allowed. Till death do us part. Which is crazy because divorce is referenced and allowed in the Bible, which I think is kind of hilarious that mm. they were just like, not for us though. <laughs> well, a huge tenant
2: of Catholicism. And one of the biggest reasons that priests have to be celibate is so that popes and the Catholic church can retain money baby that is 100 percent true so one of the biggest reasons that the catholic church frowned upon divorce is that it would reduce assets and therefore the power of the monarchies
1: that they supported this is also true because in biblical divorce there are exchanges of funds that happen because women are still considered property which they're also still considered property at this point But the problem with divorce in a monarchy is that that quote unquote property, which is terrible to think of people that way, but that's the reality of the time, belongs to other kingdoms. Hmm. And that's the problem. So what essentially happened was Henry VIII married to Catherine of Aragon of Spain. Uh, He constantly fucked other people in fact catherine had originally been married to henry's older brother and when he passed away he married catherine
0: damn to keep
1: that money in the family baby To keep that money and the alliance in the family but unfortunately catherine of aragon was not able to produce a male heir she did produce a female heir named mary but at this time women could not inherit the monarchy Mm -hmm. so he needed a dude And he actually had boys with a couple other women, mostly ladies-in-waiting of the queen, in the palace. But because he couldn't divorce his wife, they were all bastard children. Which means that they are not necessarily eligible for the throne. Or if they are, they're subject to being invaded by other royals that are also eligible for the throne that are currently ruling or living in other countries
0: is some bobby baratheon shit. Very yeah, much so. 100%. Because
1: this is Henry has cousins uh mostly cousins at this point that are either married off to other countries
0: mm-hmm.
1: or other siblings who are married off to other countries as well. So
0: that's kind of how they like showed their like alliance in back 100% in the day, right? Is marrying
1: like, oh. people off. Yeah. Um, Or marrying people in, which means that if he does not have a valid heir to the throne, any one of those people can show up and be like, excuse me, that's not valid. I'm taking over your kingdom now. Yeah. So even though he had a boy with, we know Bessie Blount, which came up a couple episodes ago, Mm -hmm. unrelated. um, And then allegedly... Anne Boleyn's sister also has a boy with him. And there are others potentially as well, but none of them are eligible for the throne. Is
0: this why you have dudes whose names are like so such and such duke of something first in line to the throne of blah, blah, blah?
1: Well, that's more from inbreeding. Okay. So what that is, is there's a... And we have it here in America as well as as far as our government goes. that's
0: like, no? Yeah, because yeah, political you got... leaders never allow their children to take no, 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 over for them like in that. any sort of way.
1: More like you've got the president and the vice president. He's next in succession. Yeah. Speaker of the House would be next. So in our case, they're not related. But in the case of the monarchy, it's the same idea. They're just related. Yeah. So depending on how close in relation you were to the throne, that would dictate whether or not you could take over
0: see that's that's just fucked I'm glad that in America if you're president you can't have your son be president (laughs) or your wife run for presidency or your children run in the very many positions in the White House yes (laughs) yes God, this country fucking sucks sometimes. <laughs> I was going
1: to say, we're not any better. No, um, I
0: love America, but God damn it, are we stupid a lot of the time. Yeah, that's
1: true. Um, so that will actually come into play in short order. Okay. So um, at this point, Henry meets Anne Boleyn, sister- of a girl that he's already had a baby with, allegedly. Damn. Yeah. They They got
2: Alabama rules. They do. (laughs) Uh,
1: And Anne's family is reportedly Protestant. Because there are Protestants in England. It's a fairly new concept in England, but they do exist. Uh, When was Martin Luther's thesis thing? So that's 1517. It's, okay. It's only about not even twenty years before this. Okay. The so word has kind of spread.
0: Yeah. Okay. For
2: that movement to start start to gain traction, mm-hmm. move from Germany into England. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of checks out. Yeah. Yeah. It
0: if kinda- this was a mix if he dropped a mixtape, it would be like blowing up on like World Star right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's close to the mainstream. It's not quite there, but it's still like it's hot in the streets.
1: It's bleeding out. It's <laughs> it's still Frowned upon though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. England is still very Catholic. Um, they have cardinals from the Catholic Church that are in power. And that's part of the difficulty with the Catholic Church at this time. They're not just a church, they're a political power.
0: Yeah. And yeah. if you
1: <laughs> piss off the Pope or piss off the Catholic Church, the other countries that are in league with the Catholic Church are now your enemy. Yeah. They can and will raise armies against you to dethrone
2: you if you piss off the Pope. And, and the they're Pope,
0: easily prone to being... I mean, they're fucking run by a bunch of birds. They just have cardinals running okay. this goddamn okay. church. Okay.
1: But also, uh, the Catholic Church also has its own armies. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Too. They do, yeah. So, it is... You don't piss them off. No. They're a big, big force. But Henry meets Anne Boleyn, and she reportedly keeps it high and tight and doesn't sleep with him right away which is like the first time that's ever happened because pretty much anyone in court was like well you're the king so lift the skirts you know like which at the time we don't even wear underwear at the time it was just just like lots of layers
0: yeah Um, lift the skirt and then 77 other skirts (laughs) exactly um and (laughs) there's no woman under there it's it's just skirts all the way down
1: (laughs) (laughs) a floating ghost.
0: I'm putting forward right now, Anne Boleyn was just a floating skirt. That's why she didn't sleep with them quick enough.
1: Um, and, and I feel it's easy to kind of cast some blame on these women who were willing to sleep with somebody else's husband, but they had no other power. Yeah, like, dude,
0: what the what f- this is like a time where like if also, you pissed off a king, they would just murder you. He could you. just kill you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So... You know, there's definitely abuses of power going on, and she kind of stands up to him, and basically, ooh, implies, you're a saucy one. Ooh, she basically implies that she would not a try to have any of his kids, and mm-hmm. b probably wouldn't sleep with him until they were married, but he's already married.
0: Do you think this is because like she just watches the long line of women fucked over who just probably, like, and she's just like that ain't going to happen to me.
1: That could be. Um, there's a lot of uh, people that allege that her family were politically motivated and that mm. they helped engineer it.
0: I see. To me, because you're right. I I didn't even think of that. I'm not, I don't put any blame on any of the women that slept with uh, the king because yeah. of obvious like you're gonna die if you say no to the king like yeah. i know that now right um i don't know any of this other shit you're talking about this is a history lesson for me
1: oh you don't know british history
0: not as much oh, This
1: shit's nuts i've
0: been learning about it recently for the upcoming for this series and the next series but um yeah. the other thing too is that like i i in my mind i know that facts are not based on of what you like but in my mind i like the thought of like She's just like, that shit's not going to happen to me. I'm going to make this work for me because the political, like the family being politically motivated that to me, that feels sad. It, it feels one, like she's like, doesn't even, she doesn't even have a choice in her own quote unquote independence. You know what I mean? And most it, women didn't. Most exist. women I know.
1: didn't. And it could have gone either way. She uh, is reportedly kind of bossy in a good way. I know that's usually a bad connotation, but... Oh, no, she's like yeah. a boss bitch. Yeah. Back in the
0: day, bossy just meant like... They just attributed that to women not following what you told them to yeah, do. Yeah,
1: she for me, she's one of my favorite historical figures. I yeah. find her really fascinating. And then we'll come up on one of my other favorite historical figures in just a second. Monica,
0: but- you have to marry this man. Father, I don't want to.
1: She's a witch! Um... It's funny that you don't know this history. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> um. So he moves mountains, basically, to marry her. He's he, a witch. And by mountains, he mean, you mean his other wife. <laughs> basically, yes. So he banishes his other wife.
0: <laughs> you know, old mountains McGee over there. Yeah,
1: because he can't kill her. Like, no. that would be murder and an act of war against Spain, where she's from. Yeah. Um. But divorce is not legal. So he decides that he's going to separate from the Catholic Church, declare a new church, the Church of England, an allegedly Protestant church with him as the head. So he becomes essentially the Pope of the Catholic Church. And this is a very, like, broad strokes outline of Mm -hmm. what's happening. We could spend literal Hot, like months, months just talking about Henry the Eighth, and I would love every second of He's it. He's fascinating. He's so fascinating.
0: He's so mo- motivated by fucking. It's crazy.
1: He marries like six or seven other people. I think it's six people. I'm trying to count them out in my. I thought head. he had eight wives total. I think you might be right. I think it is eight, because I always forget if it's Henry the Eighth. He does have eight wives. Yes. Okay. That's
0: why they call him Henry the Eighth. No, that's why, and that's the only not. reason.
1: It's not. Um, there's just multiples of them have the same name. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. <laughs> there's. Yeah. White people. White people. <laughs> you're like, I'm Jane Seymour. You're Jane Seymour. Um, so, but Anne is number two. So, Anne then marries him and gets pregnant. Now, the country of Spain, which is still a Catholic nation, fucking pissed. And so is France. And France fucking hates England. And they're basically using this to kind of start some shit. Yeah. So now what Henry basically did to please, quote unquote, his current girlfriend is causing a European-wide crisis. And Anne has the baby. And it's a girl. Right ah, It's a girl. It is Elizabeth the First. And everyone's mad. Everybody's mad. So she keeps trying to have babies and she keeps miscarrying. And it's (gasps) incredibly tragic. She has at least one or two that are stillborn. It's horrible. And Henry starts accusing her of witchcraft. God damn. (laughs) So he has Elizabeth. Anne Boleyn can't have a son. Okay. She miscarries a ton of times, a oh, lot of stillbirths. God damn. It's real bad. Um and Henry meets somebody else. He meets Jane Seymour and now he's got to get rid of Anne.
0: That this is one of the most heartbreaking things I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, King Henry VIII is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's fascinating. He's a piece of shit. So instead of trying to move heaven and earth again to divorce Anne, He just accuses her of witchcraft and accuses her of having sex with her own brother. Damn. uh, And has her beheaded. And then Jane Seymour, his next wife, gives birth to Edward, who is a boy but is very sickly. Okay. Um, Now... I remember
0: reading descriptions of Edward online that he was just very pale and he sparkled in the sunlight. (laughs) And Um, he was fighting with a hot werewolf.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does not he's not healthy no never his entire life pretty much he's just a sickly young boy he's not
0: I don't know it worked for him in the lighthouse but
1: oh jeez and now (laughs) Elizabeth and Mary two older sisters Mm -hmm. are kind of in the way and so people are kind of trying to get rid of them so they're kind of sending them away because they don't want them to try and seize the throne even though women can't have the throne so they're trying to marry them off they're you know trying to get rid of them okay um women be usurping yeah um meanwhile henry like marries and kills three to four more people and (laughs) not a joke Uh, i know
0: it's just such a it's i don't know i because i know the reason that we're like you have to broad strokes it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, But it's just so funny to me to just be like, so then he just does this horrible stuff three more times. Well,
1: yeah, and one, one of them, I believe, cheats on him. And Ooh. yeah, real bad. But nobody really gets it as bad as Anne Boleyn did. Yeah. Like, Anne Boleyn gets branded a fucking witch. That's why she's the one that's probably, I mean, that and the fact that she, her marrying Henry changes the whole course of English history for the most part she's the one that everyone remembers because they're like oh the witch that put us at war with everybody <laughs> basically yeah. so now henry's getting older and henry dies he was not healthy towards the end he had gout he had been injured in battle multiple times he couldn't walk easily he's he a- literally a Robert
0: Barathe. yeah this yeah, is i he's think he's
1: exactly robert because
0: what's his name just stole uh the like old english like medieval history right uh j uh, I mean, George uh R. R. Martin? i'm sure yeah, it's yeah, heavily borrowed
1: yeah, yeah
0: that's the claim that i've seen the most is that he like the lore of the stuff is just stolen from like english history well, i mean it's that makes a lot of cool sense and, and, yeah. yeah yeah the sure. mother
1: of dragons yeah that makes a lot of sense
0: that's what i've heard yeah i don't i also again this is kind of a history lesson for me also it's really cool that in history there is somebody that i can genuinely refer to as queen witch That's pretty fucking dope.
1: Queen, 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 queen witch. Um, Well, I'm sure it was really
2: easy too because the entire country saw the like at that time. Yes, Henry is breaking the law. But it's so much easier to blame the woman as the seductress and as the evil one no for one's making gonna him, him yeah. break up with his wife, right? No one's so gonna blame you, the king because you you get your fucking head cut off yes. too. But yeah. if you blame
1: that evil bitch witch who fucking yeah. seduced his she. ass, yeah, she was a lady in waiting to the queen, and then you know, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, the other thing too is is like I'm sure everyone already, like you said, blames her and not yeah. Henry. Yeah, so as soon that's as, what
1: it's that's our
2: fucking lot, bro. That's yeah. what fucking happens.
0: And so as soon as he's like i think she's a witch the whole country's just like that makes sense i buy into that yeah yeah Yeah.
1: well and if you disagreed you're a witch you're a witch uh and here's the sad part it was not only he didn't just behead her he beheaded her her brother two of her friends banished her family like scorched earth like hardcore So then we get to, you know, he's married and murdered like a bunch of people. Uh, He dies. Mm -hmm. The throne goes to Edward, who at this point is still very, very young and very, very, very sick. I want to say he's either nine or 11. 9-11 9 yeah i want to say he assumes the throne somewhere in that range and only lasts a couple years i like being king but every time i breathe in air
0: my nose bleeds yeah
1: no ex- that's exactly legit he's a legit. baby boy and the kingdom at the time uh all of his advisors are trying to keep it a protestant kingdom because they have now fought hard to keep that they moved mountains to become protestants and now they're at risk for other countries coming in while their king is young and weak to take over and return them to catholicism Mm -hmm. and the only actual heirs that the throne should pass to currently are catholic and women women Mm. yeah yes So um, they would only be able to pass to his half-sisters, neither of which were married at the time, um, which would have been Elizabeth, obviously, or Mary, who was Roman Catholic. And she's older, so she has more of a claim than Elizabeth. Yes. And that would revert control to España, basically, Spain. Uh, So (laughs) Thank you for the translation. You're welcome. (laughs) What the advisors do is on Edward's deathbed he bequeaths the throne to his cousin who is a few more people down the line Mm
0: -hmm. in royal
1: succession her name is Lady Jane Grey who is Protestant and she is also a teenager um, and in the process of this is forced to marry in order to take the throne and she lasts nine years. Days. Damn. She's yeah. called the nine days queen. Well, that's at which point that's just bad writing. Yeah. At which point Mary shows up and has her executed. Damn. They say that the executioner cried. Yeah.
2: That he, to cut her head up Because she was innocent. She was just a child kind of caught up in some things. And, and she her, didn't really know what was going on. And her family put her in and, power. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: that was definitely a case of her family trying to gain power. And she really didn't have anything to do with it. And now she's dead. Um, Mary then also imprisoned her sister Elizabeth for supporting Protestants. Also because she thought that Elizabeth might take over the throne. But upon Mary's death... Elizabeth does take the throne. Well, the biggest issue is that Mary could never produce an heir either. That's true. And she thought
2: she was pregnant for a long time. Turned out to be a big old tumor.
0: Yeah. I thought you were going to say a big old shit. (laughs) No. (laughs) I've just been plugged up for nine months. You didn't think it was a problem when you didn't take a shit? I thought I was pregnant. What was
1: I going to do? Gave birth to like a taco scented poop. (laughs) Um, So Elizabeth does take over. And at that point, she converts England back to Protestantism. It never fully goes back to Catholicism, yeah. but it becomes an infighting issue. But in for years and
2: years, there's just
1: bloodshed because it's yeah, switching Mary just back and forth. Fucking executing people. Yeah. So there's yeah. just
2: all this that's murder. Right. She's, and then
0: she's known as Bloody Mary. Right. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. her.
2: Because she just she's like you're a Protestant, fuck you. My mother was Catholic, fuck off. So she yeah, just yeah. is killing Protestants and, in the street. And it all
1: comes back to family stuff. Like, of course she's mad. Like her mother was basically exiled and died alone because her dad wanted to get his dick wet and converted everyone to Protestantism. So when she comes back, she's got an axe to fucking grind. Yeah. And she just kills the shit out of people for years and years and years. And then Elizabeth takes over and is like, I'm not going to kill the shit out of people, but we are a Protestant again now. But the issue is that even though Elizabeth is like, hey, like let's peace out, a lot of people who are
2: Protestant who are being murdered by Catholics are taking it in their own hands to be killing Catholics.
1: Here's the other thing, too when Henry converted them over to Protestantism, he looted a bunch of the monasteries. So there's basically a war on Catholicism that's happened to make everyone Protestant. Mm -hmm. Then Mary comes back and she kills everyone for being Protestant. And then it flips back the other way. So it's just this hundred or so years of absolute bloodshed over being protestant or catholic
0: plus you never really know where you land you know yeah like if you're if you're if you're outside of the royalty and like you're just a farmer that's far enough removed somebody will eventually come and be like oh we're protestant again and you're just like didn't know we switched but all right
1: that's exactly what happens thought
0: we were always protestant
1: that that's yeah exactly what happens to what become the puritans and pilgrims Mm. in mayflower pilgrims to be specific Yeah, Uh, who are not Puritans. I'll get to it anyway. um, So now under Elizabeth's reign, we're Protestant, but we're Protestant in the vein of the Church of England, the one that her father started. And in the same way that Mary was shedding a ton of blood because of what happened with her parents. Similarly, Elizabeth is maintaining the church that her father started because he started it because he was in love with her mother. So you've got her then bearing out what her parents have started. Not violently, necessarily. Elizabeth's pretty cool, although she does imprison Mary Queen of Scots for a bit. But that's not necessarily important to this story. Like I said, we could have a whole separate podcast on just, just British history. Yeah. Uh, So it's during Elizabeth's reign that the separatist and Puritan movements start. So, separatists and Puritans are both Protestants but they're both Protestants that believe that the Church of England is too close to Catholicism. They don't think it's gone far enough back.
0: <laughs> it's too close. Because I just like that. Just like uh, Catholicism in England are at a school dance and Puritans are like, I'll leave room for Jesus! <laughs> Bible... <laughs>
1: Bible with the park. Uh,
0: leave room for the Holy Spirit.
1: That true story. Uh, I went to a Christian high school. Mm-hmm. And if anyone was ever like making out in front of a locker or something, teachers would definitely come through and be like, leave room for the Holy Spirit or like Bible That's with the park. so funny. That was a very real when thing that happened.
0: I went to a public school. Um, and so they couldn't say things like, uh, you know, yeah, leave yeah, room yeah, for yeah. Jesus. So what they would say is like, one time at a school dance, my principal, whose name was Miss Ward, their mm-hmm. Principal Ward uh damn i know a terrible name school's
2: getting closer and closer to prison prison. every day also
0: just like a terrible haircut like she looked like a dictator it's very funny um also a terrible person but whatever anyway so uh she would if she would see like stuff like that because she couldn't say leave room for jesus she'd go leave room for me
1: (laughs) oh god (laughs) that's so much work
0: i know what she meant like like she's trying to say leave room for Jesus without saying anything (laughs) religious, but it just sounds like, is Miss Ward trying to hop in? (laughs) Am I about to do a three way? And will this help my grades?
1: (laughs) Oh Oh, man. So Elizabeth's in rule. We're allegedly Protestant now, but we're the Protestantism of Henry the eighth, which is just Catholicism with a different name. Yeah. Because that's the thing is Henry didn't really hate Catholicism. He just didn't, want to be married to Catherine of Aragon anymore and so that's what these people are rebelling against they're real ass Protestants who are looking at the Protestantism of their country and it's not real Protestantism it's basically the Catholic Church under a different name poser Protestantism. it's poser Protestantism and in their mind corrupt Mm -hmm. because in their version of Protestantism or the one that they ascribe to they believe in what they refer to as the simplicity of the Old Testament or the New Testament. And we hear this in cults a lot of the time, especially ones that live in communes. They want to be like the early church in the Book of Acts. It comes up almost every time we have a Christian church that becomes a commune. Mm -hmm. It's a huge ideal for Protestantism and specifically.
0: They are getting close because currently they have... um... They're, they're very much living the book of acts because of how many people they keep killing for no reason at all. Almost. England
1: is living yeah. the book of acts <laughs> as in that gang from Kung Fu Hustle. Oh yeah. The <laughs> axe gang. The axe gang. As um, long as it's
2: not the axe body spray gang, I think we're fine. <laughs> no, no, no. The that's the book of acts. I was going
1: to say that's orange County. <laughs> <laughs> um, dissent kind of grows among these groups. And mm-hmm. in particular, the group that will become the Mayflower Pilgrims as we know them now, uh, they are from Nottinghamshire, Battleslaw, and Nottinghamshire in a village called Scrooby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Scrooby. This, this
0: Pokemon like- Ruby porn parody is weird. <laughs>
2: oh, I, I thought it was a Scooby porn parody. Oh. <laughs> scrooby want a scrooby snack it's my dick oh
1: (laughs) so part of the reason this ideology takes hold so well in this part of the country in britain according to the documentary i watched a few things i read is because this portion of england still had a lot of like roman catholics like old school catholics because when you think about it at this point it's only it's a little bit less than a hundred years Since Henry VIII made, quote unquote, the Church of England to now. And it's been back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And they're really kind of out in the countryside where they're not near the monarchy and whatever the monarchy is doing. They're just kind of farming day to day on their own estates.
0: Yeah, it's it's early laws where there was just like there's no real way to police it.
1: Yeah, they're they're in a part of the country that's really not policeable, so they're now hearing about Protestantism. Mm-hmm. It's it came over, but now it's really taking hold, and they're looking at their Roman Catholic neighbors easily adopting, and in this case, easily, but not like. Easily, easily mm-hmm. adopting the Church of England because it still has bishops and deacons and everything that they are used to. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're kind of viewing as corrupt, if that makes sense.
0: So in the days of uh, Henry the Eighth and... Anne was her name. Anne Boleyn. Anne Boleyn. That's when Protestantism was like blowing up on world star hip hop, like hot in the streets. But like now, like if it was a mixtape, the artist would be on SNL, like mass, like everyone knows about it.
2: Yeah. Well, it's kind of more how like a lot of companies started being like we're green and we support green policies, but they're still like murdering children in other countries. Mm -hmm. It's. It's the way that they want to appear like they're mm-hmm. ascribing to certain beliefs with, without actually following the base tenets of those beliefs. Yeah, right. but, it,
0: but it's reaching the people out on, I wouldn't say the fringe of society, but like out.
1: Further out. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not in London. They're not yeah. in metropolitan, for the time, England. They're out in the countryside. And so this is where William Bradford grew up. And okay. he is one of the first governors in Plymouth. He's also the one that provides us with most of the written record of what happens on their journey and their first couple years in what we now know as the East Coast of America. Okay. Um
0: what did they what did they know it as then?
1: Um, Plymouth colony. I'm just oh, okay. I'm sure the people the indigenous peoples knew it as other things. We'll get to that in the next episode. Okay. But. Yeah um i just didn't i don't know because i yeah
0: you know the whole thing of just like columbus thought it was india i wondered what they thought No, they it was.
1: they knew it was the colonies okay. they knew it was a new world yeah they they were actually we'll get to it a little bit more in, eh, towards the end of this episode in a little bit of the next episode they were trying to go to an existing colony that was already there
0: mm, okay so we'll get to it cool
1: um but so william bradford grew up in this area of england um He was born in Osterfield, Osterfeld, which basically is Pilgrim Central. It's where a lot of them are from, Um, right near the village of Scrooby. Uh, (laughs) He grew up with a lot of tragedy. Basically, his dad died when he was only a year old. His mom and sister died when he was about six. His grandfather died. He basically is orphaned at around Mm nine-ish and goes to live with his uncle. And his uncle is like, well, I guess you could work in the fields, maybe, at the age of
0: 12. God damn.
1: And most of the people in this area were what's called yeomen, which is basically farmers. Yeoman.
0: Yeah. Spelled different.
1: (laughs) uh, Farmers cultivating their own land estates. So he's on a farm or a plantation, kind of. Mm. Um slavery not as slavery of people of color is not as widespread yet yeah it's still around i mean this but might, the transatlantic slave trade has not become as much of a thing
0: yet this might be extremely ignorant of cool. me is this um because this i think it might be have been france but is this like where serfs are
1: um, that's a little earlier, but there are, are still servants. Okay. There, there's still like a servant class basically. Okay. Yeah. Um, so some of these people would have had servants, but for the most part, it's a family farm. Okay. These people are not poor because they have their own land and their own farm, but they're not rich. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly your family and the people who live with you cultivating this stuff. You're working in your own fields and stuff a lot of the time. Okay. So, um, he, at that point, uh, when he was 12 fell ill, he got really sick because that's the thing too, at this time, there's not a lot of medical advancement. If you get sick, you're just, you may die, ride it out. Um, so he was bedridden for quite some time and read the entire Bible, just cover to cover back and forth fully. And he
0: I mean, there's not a lot of other books, I'd imagine. There are
1: no other books. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> yeah. there's none. <laughs> also, I have read the
2: Bible cover to cover. Yeah, there's a lot of weird shit in there, man. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it's, a, it's a good read.
1: Yeah. Um, he, at that point, after reading the Bible, decides that he believes Protestantism is correct okay. and that the church should be a much more simple, much more less ostentatious than the Catholic church and much more pert at the time and much more personal than what is currently happening so at this point he starts going to the house of a local landowner uh, named William Brewster and listens to a puritan preacher named richard clifton Mm. now puritans at this point in time were people that saw problems in the church of england but they wanted to change the church of england to fix the problems so they wanted to kind of work from within to change it to be more like what they wanted but they were pretty fucking extreme about it okay they you know they were persecuting catholics like they were like scorched earth we want to change it brewster's not necessarily full puritan okay and neither is william bradford at this point they decide that potentially
0: by nature it seems like you'd have to be full puritan well otherwise you're you're just like a half a ten
1: they they are starting to be not uh-huh. completely of the belief that maybe they will just have to practice their faith outside of the church of england
0: hmm. okay
1: So they're what's known as separatists. They want to separate from the Church of England. Colloquially, because of the way the separatists live, which was very plain and very simple, um, largely just church-based, because of that strictness, some people also would refer to them as Puritans because they want to live their life in a pure way. However... The original term refers to the people who want to purify the Church of England. But that's why there's a bit of a misnomer, especially when we look at them in the context of American history. Because we always call them Puritans. We always call them Puritans, but they're not necessarily.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, Now, they go along pretty peacefully. Um, They're basic tenet is when two or three are gathered in my name there I am in the midst of them which is a bible verse and it's basically the idea that we can have access to Christ without a bishop or pope when we are gathered together in Christ's name If that makes sense.
2: So they're saying we don't need a leader and we don't need someone to tell us what to do. And we don't need to pay money to this extra dude Mm -hmm. to read the Bible for us. We have the Bible. We can just read it and talk about it.
0: Well, it's almost like the belief that like inner politics can corrupt a message. Exactly. 100%. But the
1: problem with that is that in the Church of England, the bishop and pope is the queen at this point previously the king which means that if you're saying i don't need you that's heresy baby heresy and treason yeah that is i don't need you government like it is anarchial at this point yeah it's not great
0: so they're just medieval or not medieval they're just ye olde sovereign citizens
1: allegedly yeah kind of at this point okay sort of a little bit Um, Now, Queen Elizabeth in 1593 passes the Puritan Act, which fines them for not attending church. So if you do not attend church at the Church of England... You could be fined for not doing so, wow. and part of that is because tithing is still
2: tied to the church, which means that's it's how paying into the government. That's it's how you're funding the wars. It super is, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's crazy. Follow no. the
2: money, Halle
1: Burton. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, now, after Elizabeth passes away, mm-hmm. her second cousin, basically James the Fourth of Scotland. And James the first of England. So he's the, he's James, but he's the fourth of one and the first of another. Okay. okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. He takes over. He's the next in line. After and Elizabeth? After Elizabeth. Oh, okay. I didn't and know that. And he is also Protestant, but Church of England Protestant. And he's not well liked. And he doesn't want any sort of. Interference or disloyalty because he's already on thin ice. People loved Elizabeth. They, like, to this day, she's revered as one of the best leaders England ever had. Hmm. And now he's in power. Nobody likes him. So he doesn't want any sort of dissent. So he makes, basically not attending the Church of England, a banishable offense. So now, this finally starts reaching... Those outer cities and William Brewster is fined for not attending church and they threaten him with banishment and tell him that he's not allowed to hold churches in his home anymore, which is what he was doing. So at this point in sixteen,
0: 16- Really quick. I'm sure. sorry. Um, when you say that somebody is fined. Is it money? Yeah, because I didn't. I don't know. I guess in my head. I would think that the people like William Brewster are probably mm-hmm. the people who are like, I got everything I need on my land. I don't need your dumbass money. I have what I need. They still I- have to
1: pay taxes. Oh, yeah. OK. It's still a gold
2: based economy. Yeah. So okay. there, there definitely is bartering happening, but you can still get money for things. Yeah, there's still
1: mm. money. And it could also be like, we're taking part of your land like whatever you have they can take that's fuck. but it is largely a gold-based economy and there is money and there have been taxes for hundreds of years at this point okay um so actually there have been taxes since fucking early egypt like taxes and money have been around for pretty much as long as societies have been oh
0: yeah i didn't think there wasn't money i just thought that like i don't know from what you describe william brewster as he seems like the type to just be like I got what I need on my land, I don't need no one else.
1: Eh, not really. I mean he lives in a city. That's fair. And he is the bailiff of Scrooby Manor. Mm-hmm. So he has like a job okay. outside. There is a governor of Scro of Scrooby. So like there's they're in a city, it's yeah. just far out from That's the Scraggy, city.
0: right? Scrooby. Scraggy is the governor? <laughs> Scro-
1: Scrooby, kind of like that thing you used to make kombucha. <laughs> That's a joke
0: for like two people. Um, scoby.
1: Anyway, so in 1607, home churches are banned. Okay. And so they decide that if they want to continue worshiping the way that they do, they're going to have to leave England. So their first stop, they decide to go to Holland It's the Protestant capital of the Netherlands where they believe that their beliefs will be widely accepted. So they go to Holland, and they are accepted. It's, as far as religion goes for them, a pretty peaceful time. They're there for about 10 years. However, they are essentially refugees. The only jobs that they can get are in textile factories, and that's whole family, children to adult and it's hard work and it doesn't pay a lot they don't own anything anymore they don't don't have their own land anymore anymore.
2: and then another thing that's happening is that all their children are starting to assimilate to to
1: dutch culture which is although protestant celebrates some of the former pagan rituals of the norse people including christmas yeah it becomes a point of contention So they start to believe that Holland can't be where they stay. Mm
2: -hmm. Because they need more control over the lives of their children.
1: Yes. And they need their own space where they can actually own things because there's no way for them to get ahead economically in this other country. And they don't speak the language. Their kids are learning it. But... They are outsiders.
0: Listen, guys, I thought moving here would be a great idea. I thought it on paper. It sounds good. But now that I think about it, all we have to eat here are fucking meatballs. Everything's written in Ikea language. <laughs> I just caught my son with a fresh pair of wooden Nikes. We got to go.
1: <laughs> wooden Nikes.
0: <laughs> just Gorgon Florgin it. That's their slogan. We got to get the fuck out of here.
1: So. I just want clogs with a swoosh. <laughs> So they decide. Oh, that's that, how Jesus walked on water. It's clocks, they <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that was it. Spitballing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I know. think it was just Jesus. Yeah, that was my thought. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, they decide to start negotiating passage to what they've heard is now a successful colony across the Atlantic Ocean. Now. We're only going to spend about two seconds on this because this is part of what our Speculation Zone episode for this coming week is going to be about Mm -hmm. is the non-religious colonies of the New World. But England had been sending people across the Atlantic for a while. Starting in about 1607, I think the first group goes in 1604 to 1606.
0: From what I remember of my very awful world history class... Um was that they were sending people for a multitude of reasons, including, like, exploration. Some people just got kicked out. Yeah, debt. they did send
1: some prison-
2: prisoners, yeah, yeah or if debt. You, mm-hmm. de- yeah, debtors' prison was still a thing. So if you didn't pay your taxes, they could put you in prison, and then you had no way to ever pay your taxes, and so they just <laughs> send you to America.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, man. Imagine if they still did that. America rounding up thousands of students.
1: What? All of America gets to be exiled to America? That's why we're all here.
0: We're sending them to Australia.
1: (laughs) So they had heard of people going. Okay. But up until 1607, it hadn't been successful. Most white people that went over there fucking died. Mostly of the elements. You know, it's just bad. Well, they don't know what to eat or how to eat or what to grow. It's and a like, completely different place. They're completely unprepared. Have you
0: ever been on a camping trip when it's a white person's first time? Because they're always like, this is going to be great. It's going to be like the movies. And then they almost die. I specifically every <laughs> don't camp. Exactly. I hate
2: camping. My dad took me camping. I woke up with a tick on myself in the middle of the night and I had to pee and I didn't know how and I accidentally peed on myself. <laughs> I don't like it everything's cold and my dad snores a
0: lot. They probably got on the boat and were like, it's going to be great. There's going to be s'mores. There's going to be campfire tales." And as soon as they land, fucking dead immediately.
1: (laughs) Also, they know little to nothing about the place or the topography or the plants that are there or the animals. They don't even know that there's already people there. They know nothing. They're going with all the hubris of white people and just showing up like they should already own it. Poison Ivy is going to be a real fun surprise. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So the only, only encampment that seems to last more than a couple months is Jamestown. Mm-hmm. And it is largely soldiers, and that's in Virginia. They were they managed to send a couple trips of people. And mind you, this is after at least one failed settlement on almost the same area before that, which is what we'll talk about in the speculation zone. But okay. So they've had maybe one successful settlement over there. Semi-successful. Semi-successful. They're still struggling hard. And if we actually drove past, because we were on our honeymoon, we were back east. We drove past Jamestown. It's it's a lot of, they've kind of recreated parts of it. It's a lot of mud huts and sadness. Like it's it's real. It's It's not great. It's not great. And there's no women at the time yeah there's no women
0: yeah so it's just the i mean i don't mean i'm not trying to be a dick or anything but like i feel like the reason it was one of the only successful ones is because there's just nobody but strong soldiers
1: but that's kind of the problem though yeah and that becomes why some of those settlements struggle is because in order for a settlement to take hold you have to keep creating people or keep bringing people. And it's a lot easier to make people than it is to bring people. Yeah. Because most people die on their way over, as we'll see a little bit in the next episode. And if you don't have women, it's just dudes and eventually yeah. dudes all die off.
0: Well, the other thing too is is that like there's a difference between... There's a difference between creating a home where you have like you know, your family or a place where you can feel, like, relaxed. But if you just have a bunch of dude soldiers, then essentially what they you have... They just build a fortress. Yeah, you just have a military base that you can never feel okay at and you're yeah. always on edge. Yeah. So it's like, even if you are semi-successful at surviving, it's surviving and not living. Yeah, hundred
1: percent. And that is huge in the next episode. Okay. As to kind of what happens the more people that go. hmm So... Surviving not living sounds like
2: a great like uh like album title of just like some type of screamo punk or some type <laughs> of like... oh really
0: I was thinking country for some reason like oh, folk or country
2: yeah no 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 let's what what would that sound like?
0: hey everybody, I'm Armando Torres <laughs> and I'm here to promote my new country album surviving comma not living not,
1: <laughs> I feel like you should call it hype supremacy. <laughs>
0: Oh my God. Uh, I'd like to debut my lead single, Surviving Not Living. Peanut Butter Sandwiches. That's just Surviving Not Living. <laughs> I like you peanut need butter sandwiches. some jelly to make it right.
1: KY jelly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> now now you're, you're fucking living. 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 <laughs> 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 I suspect to either sell 2 billion copies or 2 copies total.
1: Yeah. So, uh, they decide that they're going to leave Holland Uh and their plan is to go across the Atlantic. (laughs) They have no money because they've been in Holland. They didn't even have a boat. They
0: just got one big ass clog.
1: (laughs) 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 So, they come. (laughs) this is like
2: a Noah's Ark like kids in the shoe situation shoe of
0: every kind just like shoes they come in (laughs) pairs it's not a Noah's Ark it's a Noah's Arch support
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man so they contract with a man who is basically a trader he's in the trading business and he wants to establish trade across the Atlantic specifically for furs and a few other things it's like beavers and fish and yeah, <laughs> we'll get into beavers in a, a lot of mostly in the second episode so yeah. this is why they need
2: women in the new colonies <laughs> <laughs> nice um but he that's war- the
0: second song off of surviving not living i'll trade you these beavers for a different kind of beaver featuring <laughs> little wayne uh
1: so <laughs>
0: <laughs> they um also i'm sorry to keep interrupting who 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 are they who is he expecting to trade with the colonists or native people i
1: I think a jamestown okay and b i think he is attempting to procure goods over there to then trade in England.
0: oh okay all right because
1: it's it's you know a new world where things aren't resources aren't exhausted yeah it's probably cheaper because you're just taking things yeah like assholes uh, his name was Thomas Weston. Him and a couple other merchants agreed to finance this voyage for them in hopes of breaking into trade. Mm-hmm. And the country of England was just about to get into what is now known as the Thirty Years' War, where I have, <laughs> I have written in my notes... Protestantism versus versus Catholicism, two Jesuses enter, one leaves. (laughs) 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 Is this with
2: France and Spain mostly? Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you have any information on this war, like how long it lasted? (laughs) 30 years.
1: Um, Well, because the 100 years war
2: was actually a little longer than 100 years. It was rounded down.
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah. Um, Now, England... Basically, they kind of had to ask permission to send those ships Mm -hmm. and England was like, yeah, fucking go. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Because as far as England was concerned, they were just going to cause trouble and muddy the waters during this war. So they were just like, fucking leave. It'd be like if the Westboro Baptist was like, hey, we want to launch a rocket into space. And we were like, "Please go, please (laughs) go. Just have fun. (laughs) Go ahead. See what's up there. Let us know how it goes. Um, Because the
2: funniest thing, too, is like England is mostly using this as a punishment for dissenters and people they don't want around anyway. And it's like they're volunteering to leave and you don't really want them around. Like, yes. Let them go
1: to get dump
0: You're also in the middle of a war. So that's like somebody just tugging on your shirt, just being like, can we leave? And you're like, yeah, get the- I don't care. Fucking leave. I got bigger fish to fry.
1: Yes.
2: And mommy and daddy are fighting. Go play with your toys in a different colony.
1: <laughs> so as they were preparing to leave, because the you kind of if you wanted to go across the Atlantic, you had to pick your times. Mm-hmm. You had to leave in the early, early spring in order to get there in time to still have some spring left and then have a full summer and a fall before you have to live through the winter so you could get that
2: harvest going baby sometimes she needs a little time but you got to get her while she's nice and
1: wet and so that you have warm weather for so you can build
0: shelter
2: yeah because the ground is frozen so hard you can't Put things in the ground to yeah. build your buildings.
0: God, the East Coast sounds terrible. It's
2: horrific.
1: It's beautiful. Uh By the in, way, the fall,
0: it's
2: beautiful. in the fall, it's and beautiful
0: it's and gorgeous. summer. Yes. Please catch Wet Harvest playing now on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> the second single from Surviving, Not Living. Two settlers going. <laughs> Forty
1: two settlers going. Um anyways.
2: So. These pumpkins getting nice and round. <laughs>
0: Are you trying to fucking step in on my game? (laughs)
2: Trying to fuck these pumpkins now.
0: (laughs) God damn it, honey. You're a regular Dolly Parton.
2: (laughs) Oh, my gourd. (laughs) Oh,
0: my gourd.
1: (laughs) So as they're prepping to leave in spring, they're a little dismayed to find out that Thomas Weston, the guy who was arranging all this, hadn't done jack shit. There was no
0: boat for them. There was nothing. First of all, love the word play. Leaving in the spring, they felt dismayed. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, no boat, big ass clogs. <laughs> Why is no one listening to me?
2: What is a boat but a clog for the sea? What
0: is a boat but a clog with a bigger foothole in it?
1: <laughs> Great. But. They decided they were just going to leave for England anyway, because they had to go back to England to then take off to go across the Atlantic. So they go back to England. They land in England just a little bit before June. And Thomas Weston's like, hey, I found you guys a boat. Last minute. Uh, Definitely a good boat. It's Mm -hmm. fine. Don't worry about it. Don't ask questions. (laughs) So they board the boat and take off in June. Oh, honey.
0: Which means you're going to get there early fall?
1: Well, so here's
0: the other thing, too. They were supposed
1: to take off in June. They don't actually leave. Like, they start loading and getting everyone on board. They don't leave till September.
0: Oh, God. Oh, no. Mm-hmm.
1: Bitch,
2: you're going to get there in the winter.
1: They What's leave your in September. Well, they leave in September. They're going against the winds, they're struggling against the Gulf Stream, and they're about to land in the New World in winter ass winter and that's where we'll pick up next time god damn you dumb motherfuckers
0: yeah well I mean to be fair remember how y'all were okay me Born and raised Southern California, lived in Los Angeles pretty much my entire life. When we were prepping to go to Kansas City, you guys were like, You're gonna want to buy boots and a jacket. I specifically and I was like,
1: called you to tell you to buy a jacket. Yeah. And
0: I was like, I got jackets. Do you have and a you... jacket
1: for this year, by the way? Yeah, I okay. definitely do. Okay, and good. you <laughs>
0: both just kind of went, I understand you have a California jacket.
1: You don't <laughs>
0: understand. <laughs> so like I kind of get like being raised in one climate and not realize like how cause really in your mind it's like how different can it be really? yeah
2: well yeah. the thing is too is like england has a winter england gets cold but it england is so has bad winter
1: yeah yeah you. yeah
2: but it also is completely surrounded by the ocean so the the level of winter is really different
0: well winter aside it's a wetter winter yeah you also you're from there so you know how you know what to expect yeah. a b and you have a house yeah and you, you ha- know what food to eat yes and if anything goes wrong you know where to go to get help if you need it mm-hmm. but instead you're just going to, yeah and the other because the other thing too is, is like the reason you leave in spring so you have all this time to prep for winter you get the firewood you get the shelter mm-hmm. going you get everything you're you're fucking going right in the thick of it with nothing yeah with nothing with yeah. no you can't there's no ye old airbnb there's nothing well
2: and add to that now you're freezing on the boat for months
0: months because it's also cold on the ocean and this boat I mean spoiler alert this boat fucking sucks
1: it does and I mean in part I think a lot of this was they were planning on going to Jamestown yeah thinking there would already be things there but that's not exactly how it goes down and Damn. we'll get to it in just a bit <sighs>
0: That's crazy. Yeah. These guys stupid as fuck.
1: So I know this was a lot of history, Mm -hmm. but these are people who separate and encourage separation. Yeah. And they move to a commune together and they have beliefs outside the norm for the time.
0: Plus this is one of those things that like, as we get into the later parts, you'll get to see things that are more, more akin to what we think of when we think of like cults and shit. Yeah,
1: for sure. And it's really interesting in the documentary I was watching they refer to them as a cult a lot. Uh, we just don't in America because it's a British documentary. They're just like, yeah, we got rid of that weird cult, huh? <laughs> and in America, we're just like a religious freedom. It's like in
0: England, they were kind
1: of considered a cult.
0: Religious freedom, screamed the country known for Islamophobia and <laughs> yeah, rampant yeah, yeah. anti-Semitism.
1: Yep. God. <laughs>
2: Anyway, so... When America sets out to be the best, we set out to be the best at everything, including hatred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and and what's kind of frustrating, and we'll look at it a little bit next week, is that we're colonizing a plate. We're just showing up on someone else's front yard and being like, we live here now. And... <laughs> in. There are some initial interactions that are positive, but then it turns negative very, 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 very quickly. Mm. Uh, and that's kind of upsetting. I think we should just start colonizing rich people's houses. <laughs> oh, we, live like, we live here live
2: here. You got tons of space. I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah. Can you put that German shepherd away? I'm actually kind of allergic. Thank Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Here, take these blankets. Uh, I'm gonna just colonize the living room. I don't think you guys really need it. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. God. Did you buy corn? we're out of corn <laughs> you can help us get some corn that'd be great
0: all right well this has been a very november episode thank you i love it i'm so
1: excited november
0: <laughs> and this episode just like all of our episodes now are brought to you by our patreon donors <laughs> uh one of the things that you get at every single level is access to our bonus show the speculation zone um got some dope-ass shit coming up for that and uh, also, you get a shout out on an episode of the show.
1: Hooray! So our first shout out for this week goes to Ancoria, which is a very cool name.
0: It sounds like a vampire name or the capital of Alaska.
1: I'm thinking some sort of winter sorceress, Ooh. like Frozen. Her name should be Ancoria and not Elsa.
0: Mm, it also sounds like queen of the anchors yeah she'd be very
1: useful on a clog ship (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. the other one is uh that we're doing today goes out to will h bunny and the h stands for happy will h bunny and the h stands for humble will (laughs) will h bunny and the h stands for hungry and will h bunny the h stands for phenomenal
1: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, please let it be phenomenal please let it be phenomenal um
0: uh, yeah i uh i need uh, everyone who is a patreon donor if you have not heard your name shouted out please just send us a message either on patreon or through email i'm gonna try and send one out uh, literally right now as we record um so that way we can get some for the next episode yeah we just you know it's uh it's difficult to keep track of because i asked everyone to send in what they want their names to be so it's not exactly lining up with what your name actually is so i have to like go through the
1: reason we did that is because Mm -hmm. not everyone wants their real last name broadcasted out to thousands of people
0: for sure and that's yeah so i'm fine doing it i'm just saying if uh you haven't received an email or you haven't responded to one please just send us an email or a message on patreon either or um yeah and if you want to see our other patreon rewards we've got some dope ass uh t- cool shit like the uh cult member welcome kit and the cult leader starter pack it's uh it's fucking dope i love it so much we all did a great job on it i'm proud of both of you
2: that's super fun
0: uh so you can go to patreon.com slash cult podcast to find out more and hey if you want to send me um Nike Clogs. <clears throat> just Gorbin Florgate. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> How did you remember that?
0: Because it's the I It's my new invention. I'm doing it. I'm making them. I'm gonna make them happen. If you are a woodworker, hit me up and we will design Nike clogs together. (laughs)
2: Honestly, this would be the coolest shit.
0: You, we don't even have to make two. If we made one, if we made one shoe, if you are a woodworker, one
2: size fourteen pair. no, 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 no,
0: no. I am even willing to do like. A miniature you like know a prototype like bear? a yeah like a like a like a child size shoe as long as we can work together and build this nike clock <laughs> i want it so bad uh woodworkers people who know woodworkers and when i say woodworkers i don't mean uh professional masturbators hit me up slide in my dms people who live in solvang who have lots of (laughs) access to wooden shoes yeah hit me up uh at mondo does stuff that's m-a-n-d-o does stuff you can find me on twitter and instagram you can also go to mondo does com to see my show dates and shit um i think the big thing i have coming up at the end of this month just because right now we're working on the show a lot uh the thing that i have coming up at the end of the month is the last tuesday in november i am headlining uh good bar in point loma san diego and then i'm doing uh comedy heights also in san diego so that information will be on my instagram and my website Uh, go check it out and if you're in the san diego area come rock with me love you thank you
2: nice I uh if you guys want to send me your country
0: puritan jams <laughs> send us a track listing to surviving comma not living <laughs>
2: <laughs> for real if you make up a country song and you send us a video, I will repost it. We'll play it on the show. Yeah. If you oh send yeah, us a country for song. sure. Okay. If you send even like a like a thirty second clip that you make up of a country song based on the theme "Surviving, comma, Not, not living, living," send me. We'll send it to Cold Podcast Show, but also please send it to me for my joy on all yeah. the things <laughs> at Sundress Comic. Uh, also, uh, if you guys want to check out my art, Armando so graciously just updated my website last night, and I now have like prints and stickers and some new originals in the shop. Um, you can also just look at it on Instagram at Andrea Gazetta and see what I'm up to.
0: You can also see a full gallery of all the artwork that she's done over the years, which is super interesting. It's since broken up by different years since um,
2: 2014. Yeah, so you can go way back in the vault there, and, and some a- of those pieces are still available.
0: Yeah. You can- <laughs> Can see them. There's also some, um, you know, there's original works on there which are always great to have. You can own an Andrea Gazzetta original, but if it's out of your price range, there's also a bunch of stuff like stickers, prints, even a zine, a zine, a collection of her previous works. It's super fucking dope.
2: I wrote poetry and then I put them together with drawings I made, and I used to be ashamed about it, but I'm coming out. I wrote some poems, guys. Yeah. So I at did the write very some least, poems. buy
0: the zine so you can join me in making fun of my girlfriend. <laughs>
1: Are the poems about vampire sex? Because if they're not, I think I still win. They're he mostly still wins, about for sure. They're mostly
0: about broken hearts and pumpkin spice. Mm, I um, mean, I
1: like one of those things.
0: Broken hearts. Uh, I, <laughs> I just got a broken heart latte. Don't have,
2: <laughs> vampires don't have hearts anymore.
0: Uh, <laughs> How do they, you think
1: they pump through the blood?
0: Yeah. Do they have a vampire's a- broken heart isn't love based? It's when you put a stake through it. Aww. Um. Also, medium rare. There's (laughs) a stake in my heart. That's, that's a track number five. Toy Story
2: vampire crossover. That's track track,
0: track number five of Surviving <laughs> comma, Not Living. There's a stake in my
2: heart, but I still be Featured. dazzling.
1: You've got a stake in me, <laughs> Blue. You got a stake in me. Oh God!
0: When I'm sucking
1: on your neck and I'm I, that's I'm out.
0: Uh. Also, really quick, Andrea Gazzetta does have her art currently up in a show for a. limited time in los angeles
1: oh yeah that's
2: that's up until january it's at art share la if you guys are in la i have a painting there but it's also just a cool salon show it's like floor to ceiling art more art than you could look at just hundreds of people i actually haven't seen the full show yet so i'm excited to check it out
0: yeah so go do that uh more information will be on her instagram twitter and uh website hopefully
1: hell yeah cool cool um if I mean, I will take any wooden shoes. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, also, tiny wooden shoe ornaments. Love those. Oh, um, I love it. it. The time is nigh for... I start planning Thanksgiving on November 1st, by the way. So that that's how I'm a pro. I will take your favorite Thanksgiving recipes that you're willing to part with. Ooh. Mm. Because I know some people are very particular about their recipes and don't tell anybody. But if you have a cool one please let me know while also acknowledging the murder of the native peoples so Mm, mm. as you send it you're like mashed potatoes also white people are colonizers and responsible for thousands and millions of deaths
2: you should call them maybe like you you could recreate the name make it culturally aware and just call it
0: this is my woke dessert it's called pumpkin (laughs) die and it's about the death of millions of people also It has a little bit of graham cracker (laughs) in the crust. It's got cinnamon in it.
1: (laughs) Um, But yes. Uh, And on November 5th, I will be battling Tom Whalen at the store. And November 9th, I'm doing comedy in Ontario. The links are on my Facebook. Dope. Yes.
0: This is a tur-fucking. It's a a turducken that you eat when you realize that white people have fucked over people of color for thousands of years. Probably more
1: yes yeah exactly uh and yeah if you are curious about our show and if you want to know where to get started you should go to our website
0: yeah you can go to cultpodcastshow.com if you're looking to get somebody into the show we have a bunch of links of fan favorite website or uh, fan favorite episodes that you can check out we've also got um, a new newsletter thing so you can sign up, and whenever we add stuff to the store or are be making big changes or are getting ready to do our 2020 Panic Fest live show, meow, 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 meow. panic, you can go there and uh, you know, you'll get an update. Um, additionally, if you like the show, consider following us on Instagram
1: or on Twitter at cult Podcast Show.
0: Yeah, our Instagram, by the way, is at Colt Podcast. Should have said that. <laughs> um, I know it seems stupid, but just following us on social media makes us seem a little bit more legit. So the more of you that do it, uh, it really helps us out. We live in Los Angeles, where your worth is based simply on how many uh, Instagram followers you have. Uh, it's a horrible life to lead.
1: And your proximity to the fires.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if you're like,
1: I'm being evacuated, we're like, oh, look who's rich.
0: Oh, yeah, and tell your friends about us. Yeah, tell tell your enemies about us, too. <laughs> um, tell everyone.
2: We want those hate likes.
0: <laughs> uh, and you can always send us an email to cultpodcastshow at com. I know I haven't been that great at responding. Things are happening. Stuff is getting good for us, which is awesome. But it also means that... I can't respond to everyone immediately, but I promise I will get better at hitting back people. Also, I wanted to apologize for not having uh speculation zone episodes up on time. We've been, um, I was on the road for a week and a half. Paige I, got married. I was getting married. She was on the love road.
1: Yeah, but we've got some awesome ones coming up yeah. in just another week.
0: So like, we'll not be, even a full and week And some or sweet, so.
1: sweet bonus content yeah. that...
0: We'll be dropping, uh, two episodes on the speculation zone coming up, um as kind of a apology yeah (laughs) Um, appeasement might be the more correct word and it's um, it's kind of like a prequel to cult podcast it is my episode of my former or Paige's episode of my former podcast We're Best Friends Now which
1: we taped I want to say two to three weeks after we met and I had just told you about Colt podcast but it yeah. didn't exist yet
0: and we, we talk about it a little bit on mm-hmm. the show um, which is super cool and then Andrea's show
2: uh, yeah. I used to have a podcast called Andrea Loves Everybody, and I had both Armando and Paige on, and Armando made the music for it. So mm-hmm. do you want to release both those episodes?
0: Mm, let's probably just do the Paige one.
2: Yeah. The Paige one is really good. So. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. It's Mine super is
0: awesome. sad. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: well, you were still living in your car at the time, I think. Uh, no, no. He had just moved into his apartment, but his grandfather died the that day d- we recorded. Day. I do yeah. remember that.
0: so So he um, was
2: chugging beer at 10 a.m it was a rough day or
0: a good day sometimes i do that when i'm happy you
2: were very sad
0: i was very sad so those things will be posted uh in the meantime so yeah we're very sorry but thank you for bearing with us uh life happens uh Mm -hmm. life uh finds a way
2: yeah that's about fucking Oh
1: shit! So <laughs> that's, that's
0: about. Well, that's pretty much why we haven't been responding. We're too busy <laughs> fucking you nerds. <laughs>
1: and I think oh, we forgot to give the address. Address, didn't we?
0: Oh yeah. And if you want to send us anything um, that can't be sent in an email, something Wood- real,
1: wooden shoes,
0: horgy
2: borgans, shoes. Uh, <laughs> some gourds, a baby otter.
0: Don't send us a baby otter. Send
2: us a baby otter.
0: Do not. I'm so- you it will die in the mail. S- It'll die in the mail. Send us a baby raccoon. They're
1: scrappy. They'll make it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and they're also so cute. they got Plus, they're really smart. They'll probably break free and terrorize the mail room. But that would be hilarious.
0: They deserve it. Please don't send us anything <laughs> that could die in a box. Um, we love you so much. So if you want to send us anything real, do it uh, by sending it to...
1: 3756 West Avenue 40, Sweet K, number 237. Like Like the Shining, Shining, Los Angeles, California, 90065. Yeah. And with that, I'm going to say don't murder people just because they can't give birth to boys. (laughs) And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye.